Unreal. Uncensored. Unradio. Good afternoon. It's another Thursday edition of Between Two Femmes. Hello, I'm Mabali Moloi. It's a Thursday, Mabali. <laughs> <laughs> it is Thursday I afternoon. Don't know. I don't know what day it is anymore. Oh, I'm shame. just in the Twitter stream. Well, Aspasia, <laughs> you and your team have caused quite a lot of... Uh, uh, how do we put this lightly? Should, can I call it a ruckus on, uh, on, ruckus is on, indeed on social right. media? It is indeed right. Um, and we're going to be dealing with the reaction that you and Marie Claire magazine have received uh, from your hashtag Marie Claire in her shoes campaign. Thank you for doing this. Mabali's <laughs> going to Mabali's going to read the tweets and take the questions and put me on the spot, and I um, think, which um, I'm very happy to do yes. because. That's what I want to say. Like, primarily, I just, I'm so sorry that this has caused this kind of reaction. It wasn't what I intended. It was not what we wanted. We really respect and love and adore our readers. And so to have, like, sort of shocked them in this way is, like, you know, not not what we wanted with this campaign. Well, I mean, that's the thing is the intention behind it. I don't think anybody can accuse you of it being malicious. I mean, I've, I've been reading some tweets and people saying, ah, but how could they do this knowing very well that a similar campaign also received backlash last year? There was that whole government campaign apparently last year where women were encouraged to take to wear a duke. And then take a selfie of themselves. And apparently that was also just was like, no, that's, that is the dumbest thing we've ever heard. So <laughs> yeah, I, that I, was a different level I, of. I have heard, I but, have, um, I have read and seen a couple of tweets where people are saying, but you know, we've been down this road before with these kinds of PR campaigns, this kind of commerce, commercialization. Um, why did they not think further? Why did they not think beyond the actual campaign? And and this is where then we have to ask you about the intention behind it. You must ask me. You must ask me. As <laughs> many people have asked me and also commented very dramatically. And so I'm happy to take those. Um, we're also taking your calls and everything. But you know what we did? Because we know that this was going to be so frantic and uh, slightly difficult. And, you know, I don't want to be crying here on air. <laughs> but no, 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 no. So we did, we're crying. So what did we do? We've Matt? we've we've enlisted some help, Asfasia. <laughs> we've got uh, Said Miller, Mia, my my mistake, Mia, CEO of the Drip Bar, joining us this afternoon. And uh, then, re- revive. I'm sorry, my mistake. Revive. And They're then, doing a Drip Bar. Yes, that's that's correct. Sorry, you see my brain all over the place. It's I know been, it's my fault. It's it's been one of those afternoons. And then we've got Dr. Ibrahim Musaji, who is the medical director. Um, at review. Gentlemen, good afternoon. Thank you for joining us. You are basically here to assist with what? <laughs> so basically, um, we heard about all of the issues that happened and we're here to help Aspasia and uh, her team. Um, and Mabali. And Mabali. Because she has to ask all these questions, all just, the hard questions. I, I agreed to be the guinea pig here, but I'm ready to go. <laughs> <laughs> so, so we're going to be giving you a boost to get through the day and deal with all of the issues that are, that are, that are coming your way today. Um, Dr. Ibrahim, what exactly is this drip thing that you're now going to put into our systems and inject all sorts of wonderful things into us? <laughs> what we're going to inject today is uh, something that we refer to as one of our specialities. It's called a Mega Boost Wellness Infusion. Uh, it's a combination of uh, a whole host of, of natural vitamins and minerals, uh, and it's designed to help basically uh, stress, fatigue, replenish the body, and help help us to basically uh, make us feel a whole lot better. 
And how long has this kind of thing been going? God knows, for? I need to feel a whole lot better. A lot of these can we mainstream this thing into Twitter so that everyone can feel better there too? <laughs> um, a lot of these trends we usually pick up from Hollywood. Yeah. And so I'm wondering how long people have been using this strip to so, revitalize themselves. So we we brought in the brand um, from the US. It's a brand revived that originates from Miami, and. Um, it's been in existence for about three years now. However, the, the, the common drip, um, you know, you can go to any doctor or any hospital or clinic and actually um, get a drip. Um, however, what the owners of Revive have done is they've um, – it's four ER doctors that have come up with formulas to help with um, – just lifestyle and, 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 and pick me ups in terms of when you're feeling down. When you're um, feeling fatigued, hungover. Hungover. When you've been lag. whacked exactly. by social media. <laughs> <laughs> so, so Aspasia is a perfect candidate in terms of how this actually works. Um, so it's been around. Um, we, the first company to commercialize IV treatments in the world. Um, and I believe we are the first drip bar in South Africa. So we have a, a branch at the MGM Grand in Las Vegas, uh, Miami Beach. New York, London. We've opened Johannesburg now with a flagship store, and then there's Dubai, Abu Dhabi, Australia, all of that in the pipeline to open in 2015. So it's growing rapidly. Sure. Now, one of you is a professional doctor, and <laughs> or, or, it's, or a doctor will suffice. <laughs> as opposed, as opposed to an unprofessional, unprofessional doctor. Unprofessional well, no, it's doctor. very important that he's a professional doctor <laughs> for me. <laughs> um, and my question is, how safe is this stuff? Uh, it's, it's extremely safe. Uh, at, at the end of the day, it's been, it's been around for at least the last four to five years. Uh, most of our ingredients are completely natural, designed to not really, uh, there's minimal unwanted side effects. Most people have coped very, very well. What are the side effects? Uh, obviously. Uh, with putting in an, an intravenous infusion, there might be a little bit of pain, but we're going to try and minimize that by spraying some sort of local anesthetic onto your hand that, that will minimize the pain. And <laughs> hopefully there'll be no, no unwanted side effects. Doctor, what about any kind of allergies? I mean, if I'm sitting at home and I've got an allergy, can I just spring out of my seat and go in and ask for this, for this drip? There's... There's no contraindications, uh, medical contraindications. Uh, a lot of our, like our vitamin infusions are designed to help with common colds. Uh, our seasonal allergic rhinitis patients tend to respond quite well with, with our vitamin infusions simply because a lot of it treats inflammation. A lot of it treats basically, uh, replenishes our body from, uh, it hydrates our body a lot better. Okay. Uh, and you so also have, they have one called Vitaglow or something. Hey? So Vita have you brought us some of that? I, I we need all, some glow. Well, well, yes, so I, I, my glow is like <laughs> so under a rock this week. What, what overall benefits is this going to do for so, me? So we've got five IV infusions. One, the Mega Boost. The Mega Boost is um, our signature um, infusion, and that just replenishes your system with vitamins, minerals, antioxidants, um, amino acids. Um, Vitaglow, which is fantastic for our, our female clientele, is um, contains an ingredient called glutathione, which is an antioxidant. But one of the plus sides to the antioxidant that it helps with cell damage and cell repair from the inside. It helps brighten your skin as well. Hence the the infusion called Vitaglow. So over a course of treatments um, using the Vitaglow IV, um, you can you'll be able to significantly see. A, uh, a, a an improvement in your skin complexion, um, and so on and so forth. Um, so it's it's our anti-aging infusion we call that. 
Uh, we have one called Ultra, Ultravive, which is a recovery infusion, and that kind of helps with your jet lag, your hangovers, your common colds and flus, and so on and so oh, forth. Good. Um, <laughs> <laughs> and then our, our deluxe infusion we call the Royal Flush. Now, it obviously came from our Vegas branch, um, the Royal Flush, and that's a combination of our vitamin infusion and the recovery infusion. Is that the one that reverses aging by at least 15 years? Absolutely. <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely. And you walk out like you're feeling like James Bond, hence the, the, the Royal Flush. Right. Um, so those are the, the, the key, um, the key IVs that we have. I've, I'm, I, I've told them before that I'm a person who has great fear of needles. Well, and I go running off. So right. I'm very <laughs> pleased to hear about the, the anesthetic, um, situation. That they put on your arm Because yes. that's that's very good When they finally locate our veins uh, <laughs> and, um, Yes, that's true um, Dr. Musaji, how long would the process take then? Uh, with the mega boost that we're doing today It shouldn't take longer than 30 minutes Okay. Anything from about 20 to 30 minutes Now I've read, um, you know, some some articles who've, That have come up Come out and said no, 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 no. We don't need this whole thing. It's all just unnecessary because you know they'll mention mention things like, as soon as your body has too many vitamins in it, it flushes them all out anyway. So these kinds of things are completely pointless. I mean, how, how does that all factor into this? The, these kind of infusions basically are metabolized after about three to four days, basically. So it's designed to stay in your system and give you that kind of a boost. If we compare the effects that it's had, say, in the UK as well as in uh, in, the, in the US, the number of patients that have returned for subsequent uh, visits has proven that it's definitely uh, something that's that's worked over there. And, we, and we're hoping as well, we're pretty confident it's going to work over here as well. Do you have like a down period like you know because there's definitely a high mm-hmm. after this do you come crashing down no I, I, I wouldn't say you'd come crashing down obviously after the the immediate say 12 to 24 hours after the in actual infusion itself is when the effect is supposed to be at its maximum mm. and gradually that that effect will taper off over the next say one one to four days but or you so. don't feel more exhausted no. No. afterwards yeah. you because sh- you've had like this nice Big boost and uh, no, absolutely. I mean, so it's I, not like drags. It's not absolutely. And I, th- I think the misconception we've got to lay out first is the um, again, it's not like drugs. So you're not going to be you know bouncing off the walls after we finish giving you the IV. Oh, unless, damn. Unless I don't know. One I don't know. I've got I've got my special bag on the other side, so I can I can obviously uh, add that. Oh, for you. oh. <laughs> I mean, it's it's not going to get you buzzing or give you like this this rush or this high or anything. No, like that. but you would feel significantly energetic. Um, obviously, if you um, you know you've got a, a heavy day ahead of you, you'll find that you're coping a lot with your day. You're less tired. Um, you're less fatigued in that sense. And by the end of the day, you'd feel that you managed to get through. Um, you know, significantly better having the IV than not. All right. Well, I think that we should get started in grilling you as for seeing. Yes. <laughs> um, in which case, then I think, uh, doctor, then maybe we can start setting up because we are going to administer the uh, the drip bar to you as we get into this. And to you. Yes, and to me as well. Let's not forget about that. As we get, I'm into not getting injected alone here. No, 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 no. Of course not. We're in this together. As we get into the. Um, you know, the reaction that you and, and Marie Claire magazine received from this whole hashtag Marie Claire in her shoes campaign. So, Aspasia, let's begin with why this idea, why this campaign and why you thought that this was a good road to go down. Um, Mabzi, we do these campaigns every year. Um, people, 
are probably aware of our Naked campaign. And we wanted something for for Women's Month that we felt would resonate and create a talking point and conversation because what is what has happened, I think, with rape is, um, and certainly gender-based violence is we read about it every day in the news. Every newspaper you open has another story about somebody who's been raped, who's been abused, who's, you know, it, you can't get away from it. And I think what has happened is that people have, I think the public at large has developed like a sort of cause fatigue where they, they actually just, nothing cuts through. You have a sense that you can't change anything. Why? Why are 60% of the country's women still being abused year after year when we raise these issues? And so we wanted to run a campaign that spoke specifically to men this year. And why, why men? Because the research shows that if it's just women speaking to women about their problems, we're not going to actually fundamentally change society. This is not just a woman's problem. It's a gender problem. It's something that's happening across society. And so we took the decision to do it with men. Mm-hmm. This year to campaign with men, and perhaps ill-advisedly. <laughs> why, do, why do you why do you say that then? I mean, are you are you kind of now backtracking? I'm not. I'm not backtracking. Well, I do think it's very important to speak to men, right. and I do think it's very important to bring them back into our um, into the fold and into this conversation. Now, speaking of these men, because yes. this was this was part of the problem that a lot of people had issue with was the men that you then chose. Um, mm. you've got, you've got somebody like Sivan Gesi who has been called, he's been called a misogynist. All sorts by, of men. Well, among <laughs> other things, he's been called a misogynist. Um, so has Gareth Cliff. And then, of course, you can't avoid the euphonic situation where, um, I think yes. charges were laid against him by Bonang, uh, accusing him of domestic abuse. So with these men then. So, so here is the thing. And, and perhaps this part was ill-advised, but, I felt that it was very important not to just have the so-called converted men, the men who are already in our cause. I wanted, I discussed it very carefully with Euphonic beforehand. He said, you do realize it's going to cause huge fracas, but I have this shadow hanging over my head of this um, case of domestic abuse that was opened against me that was then withdrawn. That, you know, I don't want to personally, I don't want to get into the finer details of their relationship. Well, I mean, it's, it's none of our business. It's none of our business. We, for we, me, we what don't was, have the details. For, what, for me, what was crucial, and I'm, this is why I want to address this today. I just felt that it's very important to have somebody who actually has the stain on his reputation stand up and say, this is behavior that I do not endorse. And I think that it's a terrible thing to happen to women. And I don't want men. To, to, to believe that this is behavior that is appropriate. Um, and I totally take on board the crit- criticism, but that was my thinking. Now, um, this was another common thread. And the misogynist, the misogynist. Yes, the, yes, the crazy well, misogynist. The cra- the, yeah. <laughs> so I also didn't want men who have never made a joke about a woman because or never said inappropriate things, or, you know, just, I wanted a whole panoply of men because I want to appeal to the broadest contingent of men. 
And I think it makes a greater impact if a Gareth Cliff stands up and says, where people know that he's very reverent about these subjects and stands up and says, this is my feeling. I strongly pin my feminist credentials or whatever they are, my feminist beliefs to this thing because I believe that it is wrong for men to abuse women. So that was my thinking. That is what I did. Ooh, the phone calls are um, yeah, coming. You, you, yeah, you're not going to. I'm not going to answer <laughs> you that. You can't answer that right can't now. can't answer that online. <laughs> um, and so that is that is that that was my thinking around some of these guys. Now, here's another. I also wanted like Gareth McLennan, for example, who's an MMA fighter. Right. To stand up and say that he, he. Are you guys going to administer your stuff? Do you realize how much I need it? Are you already sweating under the collar? I'm sweating. I'm sweating. No, I'm not sweating. I mean, I feel it's important to explain, but it's also very important to accept that I can see that it's caused a huge turmoil, anger, and I totally... Oh my God, he's they're, slapping me. Well, he's slapping me. They're trying to find your vein. Can you find some, some critiques <laughs> to read so that whilst he's finding my vein, I can just quietly okay, pretend I'm, it's not happening? All right. No, that's fine. I mean, let, let me then, because here's another common thread that I saw throughout social media was words like cheap gimmick, PR stunt, and commercialization of a serious issue to sell magazines. These are some of the things that I also saw on social media. So let's let's talk about that. Yes, this is a PR um, exercise. I but mean, it's a PR you, you, exercise for an important cause. Right. Because we're a women's magazine who are deeply committed every month. And every week I sit here with you discussing women's issues. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because I feel so strongly about them. He can't find one on that arm. Oh, okay. No vein, wow. no vein. Ah, bloodless. Carry on. Bloodless commercialism. That's what it is. Well, I mean, and, 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 you know, people seem to have a problem with this is. Here is my point. Mirror magazine. It is our duty. What you say is a serious issue. So then why commercialize it? It is our duty to run campaigns about during Women's Month because we are a feminist publication. Right. That is our roots in 1936. So I feel that like if we don't run campaigns that raise awareness that bring these subjects into the public eye, who will? Because, and so often every year we partner with charities. In this instance, we wanted to raise money during Women's Month to give um, support to the St. Anne's home in, in Cape Town. So every time somebody tweets MC in her shoes, can you hear those slaps? Just just ignore it. Okay. You're in the zone now. I'm in the zone. Um. And that is really why we feel it's important to run campaigns. So I'm not going to apologize for running in a campaign. Okay. So then the second question then is, um, you know, because you have Women's Month, which is August, which we're going into now. Mm-hmm. It's dedicated Women's Month. And then you also have 16 days of activism against women and children. And then you've got Nelson Mandela Day. You know, we have we have all these campaigns. campaigns. And so this, that is what a lot of people were saying. Right. And so the second question then is, should we maybe not relook this whole campaign situation for X number of days or X number of weeks? Because ultimately, what impact do they have on the actual serious issues? He's sticking the needle in. <laughs> that is what is happening now. Um, so what, what impact do they have on the real issues? 
if they have no impact at all, should we all not then relook how we approach tackling difficult issues? So here is something, I mean, we've actually discussed this on the show. It may have been our very first show where we were talking about um, bring back our girls. And we were saying how we felt that, well, it was great, all great and well that they'd had this like huge campaign, but nobody had really brought the girls back. Yeah. Um, but we had a journalist in there who said that had that campaign not created that kind of awareness, they would never have been sent there by CBS and by, she was a CBS journalist at the time. So the international networks were not paying attention and were not interested. So there was something that was vital in creating the awareness around the campaign. And that is truly the only upside here is that this debate has happened. And I think it's so important that People have have raised these. Uh, this is what I respect. I respect that people have engaged, and I hope that they actually phone us today and speak to us, because, and certainly we'll read their tweets, because I feel that these are the very questions that we need to answer in this country. Well, Sasha on WeChat says, the implementation was a failure. Your audience is female, and you refuse to acknowledge that this campaign warrants criticism from females. Sasha, I have now put out a, a strong acknowledgement saying that I am incredibly sorry that that is how they are now doing this to my belly, that this is how it was perceived. It is because um, I respect our audience that I'm actually trying to answer these questions. She is pulling a face. Just, just, just ignore it. Carry on talking. And of course it warrants criticism from females. Who else will criticize it? Well, but so, what I did want was that men get involved in the conversation. All right. Now, well, let's let's look at, I mean, you say who else would criticize it, criticize it. And let's talk about this, because um, one of the criticisms that I think was directed at Siv Ngesi was that he, he made, um, he referred to dear feminists who are complaining about this campaign. And a lot of people were saying, you know the yeah, that that was proof the tone that that he's um, associated with that dear feminist as if to suggest that being called a feminist is an insult. Um, I, I mean, how do you feel about that? Because you define yourself as a feminist. I do define myself as a feminist. Um, what I have to say, and and this is in no way. I mean, I cannot account for how Sivengezi responded. To the media, I mean, I think that all the men went into um, this campaign, went in with an open heart and with a deep desire to actually, you know, collaborate with us on this campaign and, and really not to be viewed in a negative light. And there was a lot of, a lot of like incredibly, uh, can I say it, like quite rude sort of trolling of the guys who, yeah. who said things and who took a stand. And so, um, I, I, and, and that is in no way to, to excuse Siv's feminist backlash, such as it was. Yeah. But I do think that there was a sense of like disappointment in, in some of those guys because they truly did it with the best intentions. All right. Well, here's a, there's a tweet here. Why is womanhood still being still being attached to material possessions? 
We should read who sends those. This one's from Sinesipo. Um, and this was sent, um, I think it was yesterday. Why is uh, womanhood still being attached to material possessions in a world where the process of attaining them is used to abuse women? I'm, I'm struggling to understand. How do you interpret that? Is she talking about the shoes, do you think? Well, I think she's talking about the heels. And this yeah, was another issue the heels. that people That was a very with. big issue. The and heels. Why heels? <laughs> because I did think about putting them in bras. <laughs> then they would have said, why bras? <laughs> why bras? Um, absolutely. And I take this completely on board. I understand what people are saying. And I really actually, it's made me think very closely about it. I think... The heels. Let me explain to you why we thought the heels were a good idea. We were looking for a symbol, um, something that symbolically said, walk in our shoes, <laughs> join our cause. We have common cause with you. I see Sasha Baharilal is saying that how can you compare a man who walks awkwardly in heels to a woman who's been abused? And Sasha, that was truly not the intention. The idea was to create a visual symbol of how how is it that um, they can come onto our side, that they can feel they can they can start really feeling what it is that we experience um, when when it comes to the questions of gender based violence. Um, it was symbolic. It was quite light hearted and. Perhaps that also struck an incredibly wrong tone for people because, you know, it's an incredibly serious subject that we're dealing with. Um, but I think the idea was simply to create a visual stimulus. Now, to say, and, you know, I've had a lot of tweets from, from various people saying, why um, I, I never wear high heels. I think there's somebody who's written something um, on on Media 24. I think I may be on TV with her tonight. Um, who was saying I never wear heels, and that's probably because I don't work in magazines. That wasn't the idea. I mean, I think it would be it would have been a little more complicated to put them in loafers and say walk a mile in those shoes. Walk a mile in those shoes. Um, but I absolutely see the point that it is a stereotypical. Um, Act. Are we getting a bit high on are this you, stuff? Well, no, I'm fine. I don't know. Are about you, you fine? No, I'm, I'm feeling fine. slightly. Um, we are receiving the drip bar. Um, it's it's a drip of vitamins, all sorts of vitamins. Maybe maybe it's I because get... I needed the mega boost no, after this week. Let's let's get uh, Dr. Ibrahim Musaji and Saeed Mia back on to just talk to us some more about the stuff that they're now pumping into our veins, into our systems. Um. If I want to go and get this done on my own with you guys, how much should I budget for one administration of this of this thing? Oh, hang on, wait. Sorry. It uh, depends on uh, which um, infusion you're coming for. So, for argument's sake, if it's the Mega Boost, um, then the cost is one triple nine um, for the um, vitamin infusion. Um, and if you're going to do the anti-aging one um, with the glutathione, and it ranges from one four nine nine to one triple nine, depending on the dosage of the glutathione that we have in there, the Royal Flush is obviously our deluxe infusion, and that's a combination of the two, and that's two triple nine. Um, so it it ranges from one four nine nine to two triple nine, but the the most common one is the Mega Boost for one triple nine. And Dr. Musaji, how frequently can one get this this trip? I mean, is there a chance of overdosing? 
generally once you once you're doing one infusion that uh, effect should last in the system for anything up to four days so we wouldn't recommend that uh, that this be repeated within the same week uh, anything after seven days would be would be a good option and have there been any documents of um, really bad reactions to to the drip as as most of our uh, products are and, and, and infusions contain natural ingredients, there have been uh, almost minimal to no unwanted side effects, and this is basically both from the UK as well as from the from the US. All right, well we're going to carry on um, getting these vitamins prepped <laughs> into our system, and then we'll t- we'll chat some more, take more of your tweets and your messages on WeChat, and also if you'd like to call oh eight six one triple five one eight nine, Aspasia will be taking more of your questions uh, relating to the Marie Claire in her shoes campaign. Cliffcentral.com. Cliffcentral.com with myself, Mabali Muloy on Between Two Femmes and Aspasia Karas, who is um, in the firing line. I'm in the firing line, after, We after didn't even your... do the women's news this week. No, we didn't. I do and have you know, a couple of news stories we can get me into. Me too, but, but um, let's focus here. All right, this was okay. my big so, woman's story. So essentially then, uh, we, you know, you've been, you've been answering to the reaction that you, we saw on social media with regards to the um, hashtag MC in her, mm. in her shoes campaign. And so part of the criticism that uh, other people were saying was, why don't they just apologize? Why don't they just admit that they did something wrong here and just apologize, but instead they want to duck and dive and they want to try and explain themselves out of a situation. What do you say to that? I say, firstly, I do apologize. I feel incredibly saddened and disheartened, really, that there has been such a backlash, that people um, have felt offended, that women in particular um, have have felt that this was an insult to them. Well, and some men, because I I did see... Um, but there have been a lot of women who and men who have also stood behind the campaign. And I think that that was what was interesting. I mean, I think that what has dismayed me was really that, uh, and this was not what I intended, but that instead of actually talking about the campaign and raising the issues and what it actually meant, it's become about... You know the 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 personalities involved in the campaign, and that that has disheartened me. And I truly apologize for upsetting people like that. Well, you know what? You didn't upset each and every person because there were, you know, it it was it was split down the down the line. That was divided. It was very divided because you did have people saying, "Oh, come on." Lighten up. Why are you, you know, giving such a visceral reaction to this thing? But I think it's very important to acknowledge that it has offended a lot of people. And that is what is very important to acknowledge. And just I'm repeating myself. I think it's the mega boost. Well, one of (laughs) one of the points that the 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 people who were in support of the campaign or let's say rather who didn't take offense to the campaign was. Yes, it's all well and good for us to become outraged on social media, which seems to be something that doesn't necessarily require any skill because we're all very good at being outraged. It's the first go-to place for us. Well, I have I'm a outraged. sense that perhaps we're all waiting um, on social media there is, to be outraged. Well, there's always going to be something that upsets you on social media. This is the point. And so some people were saying, instead of being outraged, what are you and I doing? You know, as in me, you, the next guy, the guy next to him, the woman next to him. What are we all doing to try and deal with this issue that we say is a serious issue? And yet we are so quick to criticize the the good intentions 
from, you know, a campaign such as yours and other campaigns. So then what is the alternative? Is it just then to sit back and do nothing and just criticize and complain? What are we going to do now? How are we going to deal with this issue? Um, you see, and my thing, and this is what I was asking, I said to a lot of people when I was still answering, trying to answer the tweets individually, was, you know, I actually wanted to open a debate. I do think it's important. People were saying, well, it's not a debate, it's our lives. It is our lives, but I think, firstly, we need to create some forum to talk about these issues. I mean, I think... What stresses me out is when I see the stories, as I said, in the newspaper. I mean, in this last week, I read a story about um, a woman who was raped by her uncle, who killed her child. I read a story about the child that he had with her that was his child as well. Um, I read a story about um, a girl left for dead who was gang raped I read so it comes to me every day and I get very upset mm. because well, I we, feel we, powerless we all get upset um, and I feel well there is one common thread here this is men perpetrating the stuff against women um, it's not women raping each other um, so I'm also tired of feeling like the victim all the time mm or that I'm a potential victim, or that shortly my friends who have been victims, do you know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. I don't want to be in that victimhood cycle anymore. And so I'm throwing it out there. I mean, okay, maybe this campaign was flawed and problematic, but what I do want to create is a dialogue, a place to actually talk about, okay, what are the things that we can do? And I have had one or two, one, actually, only one, very positive suggestion from somebody, although I hear that there are more um, suggestions that have been sent directly to Marie Claire. But I'm just looking for her because, sure, there's um, a lot of this. And she said, why doesn't Marie Claire run an entire edition um, dedicated to the subject of yeah, Piwe Mtinjana? She said, how about running stories for a month that are centered around gender inequality, violence against women, etc. Um, and Piwe, I totally agree with you, but this is something that I try to do every month in Marie Claire. Um, that is one of our focus areas is to actually raise awareness around gender issues every month. And so... You know, we've had Mandy Wiener in here. One of the, the things that she's working on after this Uber thing. How are you feeling, Mads? No, no, I'm fine. Carry <laughs> on. Carry on. Um, I, I feel cold. Is that normal? All right. Okay. Well, let's, let's bring, let's bring Dr. Musaji back in here. Well, we're having drips administered to us, drips of vitamins flowing through our systems, being pumped into our veins. Um, and you say now that you're feeling cold. I'm Were feeling you? a bit chilly. What, like your whole body is feeling chilly? No, just chilly. actually my arm is feeling chilly. Uh, sometimes you must remember because we've transported the, the, the infusion sets from, from our location, the, the infusion is kept in a, in a chilled environment. 
to to obviously keep the consistency of our solution. So it's not uncommon that we do have a slightly chilled feeling while the drip is going in. That is something that will probably last anything up to about maybe about 15 to 30 minutes. But uh, once at the end of it, the effect will be brilliant. What what kind of cocktail of vitamins do you have? Uh, are you administering to us here, doctor? I mean, oh, you know what? What's going in me here? <laughs> <laughs> that that might have been a good question to ask before the needle was put into my veins. <laughs> Guess it's a bit too late for that now. Eh? <laughs> uh, whatever is infused in this uh, in the solution is all nat- natural multivitamins that we need on a daily basis. Uh, some of it basically we, we obviously use it in our, we, we get it from our diet because this is going directly through the intravenous route. It reaches its point of, of action almost immediately and thus making the effect, uh, a lot quicker and a lot more sustained. Okay. Um, so now Aspasia, that's, that's why you're feeling cold. Yes. But that is an explanation. I see gender matters that a has said, um, it would have more impact if, one, Euphonic appeared to know what the campaign was actually about in his vid, and two, he addressed concerns. Um, well, I mean, that's that's something for Euphonic then to to address, isn't it? Yes. I mean, from from what he said to me, if I can just, was that he felt that it was very important as somebody who, whether he wants it or not, is a role model. He has a half a million followers. He felt it was very important to just say whatever was hanging over his head in terms of his, you know, um, the, the, the case that was opened and dropped by Bonang, he felt it was an important thing to say that gender violence is wrong. Now, pardon my ignorance here, but are we seeing the same kind of campaigning from your male counterparts, a.k.a. the, the male magazines? Are we seeing this kind of attention that they bring to an issue like gender-based violence in their publications over Women's Month? Because, you know, we keep talking about bringing the men in mm-hmm. into the conversation mm-hmm. and into the situation and the equation because it is everybody's problems. And I'm just wondering, you know, you're in the business, the publication business. Are we seeing this kind of campaigning happening in the male publications as much as it's being pushed by your Marie Claire or, you know, your other female publications? I actually can't answer that question. <laughs> I just don't know. I don't know. I mean, if I, they, I, I they're think, also campaigning. I think that's I mean, a the good thing, point to raise. The thing that's important to note is that, look, you know, we're not a we're not an, a, a a woman's charity. We are a woman's magazine, and these things are important to us. And so, I mean, to answer, there's somebody here who's saying, you know, I've thanked the men. I mean, I felt I had compelled to thank the men. I think they find themselves. In <laughs> at the firing line of something that I, I don't think any of us truly imagined was going to get like this. But she's saying, let me see. Um, she's saying, Dynamic Africa. Editor, I suppose thank the men who stood up but ignored the many women offended by the ignorance behind the MC in her shoes campaign. And that is exactly what I don't want to do. It's... My primary aim is not to offend women. It's to support them and, you know, raise awareness about our very issues. And so I'm, I'm truly upset and sorry that 
that is how you feel. So now that people have let their feelings known to you and now you're saying, okay, uh, th- that was not your intention and you're upset by it. And we're sorry. And you're sorry. <laughs> what can we all take away from this now? What well, do we, what I would like, what do like we take away from, from suggestions it? for next year's campaign? Um, what can I do and what can we each do? Because, you know, for me, as the editor of Marie Claire, this is what I can do. I can do campaigns that raise awareness and, and create a debate in the, in the public eye. And sometimes that debate may be flawed or I may be flawed or the way I did my campaign may be flawed for which I, you know, sincerely apologize. But I do feel that it's very important to raise these issues and talk about them. And I do think that we also need to keep having conversations about how we raise these issues and talk about them. Because, mm-hmm. you know, if at the end of next year, we're still sitting with this kind of statistics that we have now, or they've gotten even worse, then we need to acknowledge the fact that these campaigns are not uh, doing what we need them to do. And then there might be a need for a plan B to deal with the situation and approach it further. And here is where I think that it, it's really going to re- require all of us, not just the magazines, you know, not just the, the celebrities um, being roped into these campaigns. It's going to require every single one of us. You know, we can't just sit back and criticize and complain about something and then not come up with a solution or, you know, not even come up with um, alternative suggestions as to then. But then what do we do to, to curb the problem that we have? I mean, yeah. <laughs> As I'm sitting here, I'm thinking, well, perhaps next year our campaign should be that we all, or even now, off the back of this campaign, that um, we we direct ourselves, say, to the government and say, how can we assist the Minister of Safety and Security or the Minister of, um, you know, what do they call us? Children, oh, yeah. disabled women, people women and, and children, other people. They, they've all kind of lumped us all there <laughs> yes. into one category. Um, and, and maybe say, look at, look at, look at those situations and say, well, these aren't clearly working. We're, maybe it's policing. Maybe, I don't know. I'm actually baffled. I don't know. Well, you know what? I like, I like the fact that you're saying you don't know because, you know, we can't, we can't look to one particular person and to say, no, but you must know and you must have all the answers. When actually, let's all be in this together. Let's try and fix it together. When we don't know, we admit that we don't know. And then where we can do better, then we improve. And where we've done wrong, we say, okay, I did not look at it from that perspective. You, thank you for showing that to me. And I'm sorry, this is where I made a mistake, which is, which is basically what, what you're saying. It is what I'm saying. And you said so nicely. Well, you know what? I think, I, I mean, I think we, you've done all that you can. Do we have a call? Uh, no, that's uh, just, that's, uh. that's the, the producers, they're dealing with, uh, possibly technical issues on their side. But, I mean, I think that you, um, have done all that you can now with, with regards to the reaction that, that you received. And so, um, you know, it, 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 it is what it is. It happened. Well, we've dealt with it. We've discussed it. We've debated. Ro- we've had robust debates. <laughs> robust, about this whole thing. robust. We've been on opposite sides of the, of the field. And, uh, you know, as you said, this, this is the point is to keep having the difficult conversations, uh, which, you know, is something that we, we deal a lot with in this country. We have a lot of difficult conversations about <laughs> race, sexism, all kinds of things. So, you know, we're not scared to have these conversations. The thing is that I have to say that um, 
you know, it wasn't, now I confess this, but it wasn't, and I have, I mean, I've said this before in the various interviews that I've had to do. It was not my fresh idea, this thing with the heels. Um, they did it in, in France, in our French Marie Claire edition two years ago. And the men were in red shoes. And, um, I don't think it engendered quite this debate. Like, I think there was like, you know, and, and, and I thought this was very interesting because obviously in France, this level of gender violence might not actually be an issue. So it yeah. did not become such a huge thing in the sense that people were saying the shoes are this or that. And so I think it was, that's where I was taking my lead from going, oh, well, this is a fun, interesting, crazy idea. Um, and I feel what is like, so if I can take a positive spin out of this is that it delights me that, um, in South Africa, we actually have such a profound social dialogue that people are really having these like really interesting conversations and that really it's, it's quite nuanced. The response, it hasn't just been, Oh, you've waded into like sort of this terrible, you know, euphonic situation or whatever the case may be. I think that the, the responses have been really fascinating and I've valued them and they've truly deepened my personal understanding of these issues, which maybe when I went in, uh, maybe I was like being quite, um, maybe taking a slightly light approach to it. More playful, more fun, more. Yeah. And actually, you know what? That is, that is what I've learned from this is that we really do have a very, very well developed social engagement. It's fascinating and it's, 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 and I'm humbled actually by it. And so till next Thank year, to, to next year's campaign, oh. where we, <laughs> where I'm sure. That's why I needed the mega boost. Where I'm sure that some of us will be sitting at home and waiting to just see where are they going to go wrong so that I can take them I down. just want to, can I conclude what Sasha said? Yes. Sasha Baharilal said, thank you for answering these questions. A campaign should stir conversation and evoke emotion for the cause being campaigned. And she says people are talking about MC's campaign and not the cause. Um, no one is talking about the abuse. They are ranting about MC in her shoes. And I think perhaps if we can all take a step back and, and focus on what we were really thinking about at the time, I would be so grateful. Well, I think, um, I think that's a good place to leave it then, Aspasia. Um, but we do have to thank Saeed Mir, CEO of, uh, Review. Revive. 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 <laughs> We're going to be revived at the end of this. <laughs> Dr. Ibrahim Musaji, who is a medical director. Thank you for joining us this afternoon. Thank you so much. For Thanks for having us. And pumping us full of vitamins. Great. Thank you so uh, much. I look forward to suddenly springing out of my chair <laughs> and flying. Like a superhero. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you for actually boosting me because I surely needed it. We still got a slim boost injection that we need to give uh, oh, both of you to oh. sort you out. Um, are we able to give our website for? Please. Yes, yes, so definitely. it's, um, the, all the infusions can be viewed on www.revivme.com. So reviveme.com. Reviveme.com. Uh, yep. Whew. Thank you very much. I'm certainly Thanks for having better. us. And uh, we'll be back with you next week, Thursday, for another edition of Between Two Femmes right here on cliffcentral.com. Cliffcentral.com.